welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. You see it in the title, we're talking about the news that's on everyone's mouth. I feel like the last time everyone, I mean, obviously we're talking about Adam Levine and the cheating scandal. I feel like the last time everyone collectively was talking about something pop culture news related, I was going to say Will Smith and Chris Rock, but the minute I thought that I went, hold on, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And now that I think about it, we have been very well fed from a pop culture lens over the last year. Even I was talking to Katie over on Patreon this past Friday, we did an episode on the Larry theory of One Direction and Katie from the Fresh Perspective podcast was my resident Larry expert. And we were talking a little bit about just how well fed we have been with pop culture scandals and stuff. And I remember saying that, I think it was the beginning of this year when Kanye West was dating Julia Fox and everybody was like, wow, underwear photos at Carbone, such an obvious PR relationship. This is as good as it gets. And then Kim was dating Pete. I just feel like, you know, the Marilyn Monroe dress. I feel like a million and a half things have happened this year, but obviously everyone is talking about the Adam Levine Instagram model DM scandal. And let me know if you like these videos to be topical and trending, or if you prefer going back old time with the TV shows that we do, we'll kind of hop around, but I wanted to do an episode on this and I am a little bit nervous to do it because I'm recording this Wednesday before I go away on vacation for a bit. And I just know by the time Monday rolls around, there will be more information going on with this. So what we're going to do for today's episode is we are going to take it a little bit back in time and obviously circle around all of these blind items. As of right now, we obviously know there was, like, why am I doing the recap? I feel like anyone with a phone has known what's going on. There's a young Instagram model girl named Sumner, and she did a TikTok video, you know, fully raw, straight to the platform, basically saying, I had an affair with Adam Levine, although she really phrased it by saying that it was a man who was dating a Victoria's Secret model, or sorry, married to one, and... Anyway, you can look it up. You probably already know what happened. But what I want to talk about for this episode is a little bit about Adam Levine and Beati Prinsloo because I have always been very fascinated by their relationship. I think that Beati, and I hope I'm saying her name correctly, I watched a million and a half videos. For years, I thought it was Bahati, and Adam used to say it that way. And even Ellen DeGeneres mentions that in one of the videos I watch, but it's actually more of Bihati, Beati, like that. But I always thought their relationship was so cool. And there are some Hollywood couples where I just feel like they're going to make it because they're both so cool. Any Hollywood couple, I wouldn't really put my full faith behind them because it is Hollywood. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, God isn't present in Hollywood. He's not, he's not there. It is basically Satan's playground. And I just feel like I've stopped having celebrity crushes the older I've gotten. Cause I'm like, even in my hypothetical daydream before I go to bed at night, I'm like, Ooh, what if Dave Franco and eh, no, he'd probably cheat on me. And then the daydream ends. But there have been some couples where I've been like, wait a minute, is it going to work out for these crazy kids? I remember Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. I love how she's an older woman or older than him. Cause it's just so rare in Hollywood cheating, cheating scandal. And with Adam and Beati, I was like, okay, he's a rock star. (laughs) Is he? I mean, Maroon 5 has really, (laughs) it's really gone down a little bit. We'll talk more about that later. 
But I was like, wait a minute, she is the coolest in my mind of the Victoria's Secret angels or models. She's so down to earth. She grew up in Africa, Namibia, and she just, she wants to save the rhinos. She's always very wearing very relaxed clothing, very down to earth, not a lot of makeup. And I know that this sounds like that toxic. She's not like the other girls type of stuff. But even before the scandal, I would just watch videos of her and she would just ooze out this cool, confident energy of like, I'm cool as shit and I don't even care. And that was what made her cooler. And Adam Levine has always had a little bit of a reputation, of course, we'll be getting into this, of dating different Victoria's Secret models, like sometimes one year after the other. And I remember when they got together, I was like, Beati's perfect for him. I mean, there we go. She's the coolest one. She's going to tame him. And, uh... I mean, we just, we know what happened. So we're going to cover a little bit about the two of them. And then we are also going to cover some of the blind items because there have just been so many cheating blind items about Adam Levine over the years. And, you know, I think that's why I've been making these TikTok videos. Obviously this girl Sumner is not a valedictorian. Obviously she's not doing a good thing. And it's even worse by the fact that she's presenting her affair. Like it's this dangly, shiny carrot. And she's like, Ooh, look what I did. But so sad for me, isn't it? It's so sad. And everyone's like, what are you doing? It, it feels insidious and weird. But at the same time, this is what I said in a TikTok video, this Instagram model probably hooked up with Adam Levine and knew that he was married. And that's a shitty thing to do. It's not good. But we have years of blind items of Adams that we're going to be getting into. And also as of today, September 21st, four different women have come forward and said, yes, Adam and I were talking in the DMs. This thing happened. And I know it's so easy to look at this like new girl, this shiny character and be like, oh my God, let me take a little scrollsy through this page. And yep, looks like she's a bitch. I'm going to hate her. But I just want you to think of this. Imagine you're Adam and you are texting Sumner, and your wife is in the room next door playing with the two kids, because that's probably how it happened. So yeah, was Sumner shitty? She was probably like out drinking with her friends, DMing him so excited. But now imagine what Adam's doing. He's hiding his phone from his wife, or you know, going into a different room and DMing these girls. Then he probably lies to Beati. He says he's gonna be somewhere when he's actually somewhere else. He goes, he hooks up with Sumner, he comes back and then he gets into the bed with his wife and he falls asleep with her and she has no idea. And the next morning he probably gives her a goodnight kiss or sorry, a good morning kiss. They have breakfast, maybe they go to the park with the kids. And as you know, Beati is putting the kids in the car Adam's like, oh, hold on a second, I have an email. And then he's texting girl number two. I just think when you really think through the life that Adam Levine was living when he went through all of this, I'm just seeing all of the discourse about Adam Levine right now is like, oh, he said she will be loved, but he didn't specify who. And it's just these memes and gifts of his music videos. Meanwhile, this girl Sumner, people are like, she is the most evil piece of shit. It's so insidious how blah, blah, blah. She's not great. She's really not. But what I think is so insidious about cheating, especially when someone like Adam has been cheating on his wife for years, very consistently, allegedly, (laughs) very allegedly consistently. It's not just the fact that he physically cheated. It's the number of times he probably lied 
to his wife and said that he was somewhere where he wasn't, or he welcomed her with a kiss when he had just kissed someone else two hours ago. You know, it's all of the many, he probably betrayed her about 300 different times. And if we're judging this bad act in terms of who hurt Beati Prinsloo more, it's Adam by a factor of like 500. So this happens like literally every, every fucking time every fucking time, and we never learn. We outcasted the shit out of Monica Lewinsky, and Bill Clinton is still, like, walking around and invited to all of these, like, lovely events. Monica Lewinsky's name is, you know, forever tainted. Tristan Thompson, on the show, on the show now with the Kardashians, hanging out with Chloe. you know? Jordan Woods forever will be associated with the scandal, and it's just exhausting to me because it's like, after the Monica Lewinsky thing, I thought we were going to get better about this. Then the Jordan Woods thing happened. I thought we were going to get better at this. And then this thing happens. And people are saying, oh, it's because the girl didn't have any remorse. And it's because of the way she phrased it. Okay. She phrased a video shittily. She's not a great person. Her level of not being good isn't, it doesn't detract from how bad Adam has been allegedly cheating on his really cool rocker, awesome wife for like years. And that it just really infuriates me because I can't even imagine how many times he lied to her. So anyway, that's just my little spiel on it. Let's get into a little bit about their relationship. So they first started dating in May, 2012, and they were together for about a year. And then they went on a split. He, Adam then, during their split, started dating the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model Nina. Don't you ever wonder, what if they one day dated a librarian? But I guess that will never happen. They had a very short, you know, thing. And apparently Nina had said that, like, oh, she's like, I was young. I was, like, in my 20s. I didn't even really know what love was. She seemed not to take the relationship with Adam that seriously. And after Adam and Nina broke up, he went back to Beati and he said, I mean, this is according to Us Weekly, but he said he couldn't stop thinking about her. He realized he really loved her and wanted to be with her. And he proposed to her. They end up getting married in July of 2014. But what's interesting is that Adam has always given some quotes about not being super duper into marriage. And I also made a TikTok about this, but in a Cosmo article in 2009... They, he said this quote in the interview, instinctively, monogamy is not in our genetic makeup. People cheat. I have cheated. And you know what? There is nothing worse than the feeling of doing it. That's his quote. I would argue the feeling of getting cheated on <laughs> is probably a little bit worse because you kind of didn't consent to that plan on it, expect it. At least when you're cheating on someone, I would imagine it hurts a little bit less because you're kind of consciously making the decision to do it and you could stop at any time. But yeah, that's his quote in 2009. So let's break that down. First of all, monogamy is not in our genetic makeup. God, boy, do I hate when people go paleo. The minute something bad happens, men become these archaeologists and they're like, did you know that our caveman brain and biologically, evolutionarily within our genetic makeup, I am meant to have anal with a hot Instagram model. And it's just like, I don't think DNA works that way. I'm pretty sure most scientists would say that that's not a thing. And they talk about it like it's completely true. This happens on Joe Rogan all the time. 
Do you want to know what's in our genetic makeup? Biologically, we need to eat. We need to eat and we need to breathe and we need to not freeze. That's, that's about it. And I just hate when people are like, you know, we need to spread our seed. We're talking about urges from years ago. Like we also used to do child sacrifices, right? Slavery existed back in the day child marriage. I mean, a lot of, a lot of this stuff is still going on today, but I just find it really interesting when people are like, well, we did it in the past. So that means that like, we're meant to be doing it. It's just, it's not good logic and it doesn't make sense. We also used to sleep outside. Why are we not sleeping outside today? Maybe it's better for us, but people only go paleo when they want to excuse bad behavior. And anyway, so he says monogamy is not in our genetic makeup. And then there we go. He admits to cheating. So that was a Cosmopolitan article in 2009. And in October of 2013, he went on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and he says, quote, famous last words, I'll never get married. I still don't necessarily think you have to get married unless you meet someone that makes you want to marry them. And then you marry them and it's wonderful. And even that quote too, where he says, I still don't necessarily think you have to get married unless you meet someone that makes you want to marry them. Why do, why do these commitment phobic guys act like they're so special? We all think that. We all think that. Everyone thinks I'm not going to get married until one day they find someone that makes them want to get married. It's just, I don't know. And also to say that after his engagement, the, to me, that's the double red flag, right? So to cheat on someone, horrible. To talk about it, and relate it to your genetic makeup publicly in a Cosmo article is a triple red flag. And, you know, to talk about how you're kind of nervous about marriage and things like that, I think if you say that when you're not with someone, it's fine. But if you say that publicly on a TV appearance after your engagement, I would think of that as like pretty disrespectful, or at least I wouldn't feel great about it. So after their wedding, um, Adam goes on the Ellen DeGeneres show and he's, this is what he says, quote, I never really thought I would adore it. It's so trippy. I'm a child. How did this happen? I use that word wife a lot right now. I say it for no reason. I say it a lot. Wife, wife, wife. I love it. I even changed her number in my phone to wife. And am I playing armchair psychologist right now? Like, oh my God, are you kidding me? A hundred percent. But that's another thing too. I never really thought I would adore it. I don't know. Like I probably haven't met the person yet that I'm going to marry, but I would imagine that I would adore it. Like to me, it seems like a good thing happening. And even him being like, wow, the word wife, 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 wife. I changed her number in my phone to wife. I think even that it's, ex it's expressing excitement about something, but it, he's also saying like, oh my God, everything has changed. She's now my wife. Well, she's still the same person. It's, you know, it's just her label has changed. All right. So then in 2016, their baby, their first baby is on the way. He has a quote on the Ryan Seacrest show where he says, we're definitely going to do it. I want to have 100 kids. I want to have more kids than would be socially responsible, which by the way, Elon Musk is like standing up and applauding. <laughs> Nick Cannon is fist pumping somewhere. I'm sure they're very excited about that. And in different interviews that I had watched of the two of them, they had talked about having five kids, I think, which is interesting. The first daughter they had together, her name was Dusty Rose, which is a name that Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> helped pick out. And I have to say, 
I funk with the name Dusty Rose. I think that is a badass name. You could be Dusty, you could be Rose. I mean, especially for the child of a, and once again, we'll use the term rock star loosely, for the child of a rock star and a model, badass, so badass. And, you know, I would be remiss to not mention that Adam Levine told a story about he how he was texting Ellen DeGeneres, one of his baby names, and then Ellen texted back her own suggestion, which included the name Dusty Rose. So maybe Adam Levine is just really into texting people about baby names because we know this whole situation with the Instagram girl basically started because Adam reached back out to her and said that he's having a boy which by the way, are you having it or is it Viati? And he said that he was thinking of naming the boy Sumner and would that be okay? Which it most certainly would not. Then in 2018, they have another daughter. Her name's Geo Grace. Then the next thing that kind of happens in the timeline is they do the music video for the Maroon 5 song, Girls Like You. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and... This is why I'm so scared of like male feminists or anyone who's claiming that like they're trying to do the right thing because the whole music video is like showcasing strong women in Hollywood and the camera like spins around and is like highlighting and showcasing all of these strong women in Hollywood and it ends with him and Beati and she's holding their daughter and he like gives them a hug and uh, I don't know just the next time any <laughs> male celebrity like posts a tweet about feminism or like does something where he's like, I really want to uplift the voices of these women. I just feel like my antenna is going to go up and I'm going to be like, okay, count down to the cheating scandal or something like that. So yeah. And then for the next couple of years, basically it seemed like all was good and they have really, they have a really cute Instagram presence. To me, it's kind of the perfect Instagram presence. And I can't lie. They're just so fucking cool. And I would say Adam contributes about 10% of the coolness and Beati probably contributes about 90. She's just so fucking cool. But they post each other, not all the time, you know, not egregiously, but they post candid photos, but also planned. And it just looks like they are having fun. There's a lot of quotes where the both of them have said things like, yeah, we're married and we have kids, but it feels crazy because it feels like we're kids ourselves. And you do get that vibe. And I can't lie. I used to look at some of their stuff over the years and be like, man, it seems so kind of scary to like get married and have kids. And you go from being this kid to then having to be an adult. And like, I still feel like a kid. I don't want to give that up. But I remember I would kind of look at them and I would be like, well, you know what? It looks like they're still having fun and they're just like hanging out and going to the beach, but now they've got their kids with them. Isn't that nice? I don't know. So one of the videos of theirs that I really, really like to watch, obviously, is their Architecture Digest house tour. I highly suggest you watch it. Also, I'm, I'm watching all of these old videos of them like all creepy with my lens on, trying to figure stuff out. I will say, my God, do they have a beautiful house. I don't like their low coffee tables. I think it's weird. They said they did it for the kids. Um, and throughout the video, some of the pieces of art are blurred. And I don't know why they're blurry. Like, do they have to pay to be in the video? Are they nude photos? I, I couldn't tell. But what I did notice throughout the video is that going through the apartment and showing it off Adam Levine has very much like a nervous and almost guilty energy. And of course I am like reading into this, 
but I would just suggest you watch the video, their Architectural Digest video, and it just kind of seems like Adam is a little bit unsure of himself or he's not sure if this is correct. I know he does have ADHD because he was one of the first, I remember back in the day he was doing commercials about this to like raise awareness. And you do kind of see a little bit of like the scatteredness as he's, you know, taking people throughout the house door and he'll mention one thing, but then another thing and, and things like that. But they really just work well off of each other. There's only one thing that I notice, and there is a lot of play fighting between the two of them. So throughout the video, they'll kind of like poke fun at each other or like playfully shove each other or move it around. I think it's just cute. But then I was watching a video of them on the Ellen show where he surprises her and they were once again, like playfully shoving each other and kind of like bickering a little bit, which I mean, these are just like tiny things. Now, along with blind items and actual facts, you know, we had Aphrodite, the celebrity psychic on here. He also did a video on this whole situation and he was picking up on really interesting energy from Adam Levine saying that allegedly he's just really sad and he doesn't want to grow up and he's got major Peter Pan syndrome, things like that. So go check out his video too. I thought it was very insightful. And should we get into some of the blinds before we do some of the reels? Because I feel like we, we kind of known who these people are for a couple of years. So let's get into some of the blinds about Adam and Beati together. And then we will do some Adam Levine only situations. I want to tell you about a company called Osea. They're a California-based skincare and body care brand. They make clean, vegan, cruelty-free skincare products. They've been doing it for over 25 years. If you're anything like me, you probably get a little bit freaked out when you pick up your skincare bottles, you turn them over and the ingredients look like hieroglyphics and you don't know if you're gonna be hearing about this product in a lawsuit down the road because sometimes that does happen. So I love using Osea products because you know what's inside of them. They're very natural, but at the same time, they also work. So one of their most viral products has been the Andaria Algae body oil. I liked using that because it just felt a little bit more luxurious than putting cream on. And especially if you're going out maybe for a date and you kind of want your legs or arms to have a nice shine to them. I loved using the body oil. They now have this in body butter form. Obviously with the weather changing, typically I feel like body butters are best in the fall and winter. It just gives your skin the extra attention that you need as things cool off temperature wise. So if you want, you can get 10% off of your first order site-wide with the promo code fluently at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com and the promo code is fluently. The blinds through the years are littered with the mistresses of this A-list singer from an A-list group, Maroon 5, who used to also be a reality judge on The Voice. He left the show to save his marriage because of all the cheating. He kept on cheating anyway. There are dozens of women left by the wayside. When I see a woman, Sumner, come forward and say something like she had no idea the singer is married, are we supposed to pretend there is no such thing as Google? She just wants to look like a victim and to get clicks for TikTok, please. We already know he is trash and she should have too. Very interesting. I will say I do think that men in Hollywood, of course, like if someone is married and even if they tell you I'm not married, 
if if there if there's any doubt in your mind, that should not be a road you ever go down ever. But I will say, in probably all of these cases, we saw it with Addison Ray's father, Monty, and his uh, affair partner. I guess right, their whole story. These men aren't being honest. If they're lying to the wife, they're also lying to the affair partner. So there's no way Adam Levine was like. Hey, Sumner, like me and Beati are definitely together, but I am looking for like a little bit of strange this weekend. It's just, he, he definitely lied. And I would imagine men in Hollywood do things like this all the time where, and I'm not saying that because she was new to LA, she doesn't have responsibility, but I do think that famous men probably say things like, this is an example. Oh, me and Beati, we aren't together but I mean, Miranda Kerr and her husband aren't either. Ryan Gosling and his wife aren't either. This is just, you know, we're in one of these things. We've been together for a long time, but you know, the, re the relationship is just for the kids. We're not actually married. I'm sure you could spin some very believable tale about how everyone in Hollywood does stuff like this. And I'm sure the morals are all gray there too. So you probably believe everyone's open. Who knows? Obviously it's still messed up. I'm just saying, I don't think that we should believe that Adam Levine was telling her the truth because if he's cheating on his wife, he's probably dishonest to everyone. All right, we've got another blind. Back in the day, this A-plus list singer in a group, Maroon 5, who was also a class A jerk and a television judge, cheated on his then model girlfriend with his now wife. So saying that allegedly once Beati was the other woman. That model girlfriend who was cheated on got her bag but still had to yacht to make ends meet. The pandemic crushed that, and her pleas to the father of her kid for more money fell on deaf ears. So she is trying to take him to court. Will he tell the world how she earns her money? So the main thing that you have to see from that blind item is that allegedly, and I have heard rumors of this before on the internet, Beati once started out as, you know, the Sumner in a sense. Who knows? All right, this is a blind I read on TikTok and it says, there is no marriage, there's no record of a marriage certificate filed for this A-list singer and his foreign born wife. There is not one filed in her country either because the wedding didn't follow the law and therefore would be illegal. So they had a wedding in Mexico and Jonah Hill officiated it. And who knows, there are blind items. I know that there was a couple on Vanderpump Rules who had a wedding, but it wasn't an official wedding because the paperwork didn't go through. Who knows? This was another blind item. This recently departed network reality star is selling off assets like crazy. Prelude to a divorce, he has always been a serial cheater. Here is a blind item for 2020, two years ago. This A-list singer from an A-list group all of you know has also spent a lot of time on television. Judging by some of his most recent actions, I'm guessing the wife found out about the latest mistress. So I mean, there's another cheating blind just from two years ago. All right, another blind says, talk about trying to save a marriage. This A-list Victoria's Secret model has been doing everything she can to save her marriage to this A-list celebrity. The thing is though, he can't stop cheating and refuses to go to therapy with her because he does not want to be judged and doesn't see the point. Another blind item says, the wife of this really good looking A minus B plus list singer told her husband if she had a child, she wanted a staff to watch the child because nothing was going to stop her from going out shopping and lunching during the day and clubbing at night. Apparently she got what she asked for. I'm guessing at some point when the child is old enough to shop, they might spend some time together. <laughs> 
Now, who knows? I will say, obviously, Instagram isn't real life, but it, it does look like they get a good amount of family time in together. But that being said, I also know Adam and Biati started this um, tequila company, and it's all over their Instagrams. <laughs> it looks like a nice bottle of tequila. They age it in these red wine barrels, so it looks kind of pink and stuff like that. So who knows? I mean, half of the Instagram looks like they're hanging out as a family. The other half looks like they're partying with tequila all the time. Instagram isn't reality, but you know, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. All right, speaking of tequila, this blind item is funny. This Victoria's Secret model who was married to the A-list singer slash reality guy offered tequila shots to two mid-teen girls the other night. When the parents confronted her, our model said she didn't know the parents were there. Um... Our model didn't even try to apologize. And I mean, sure, were the girls underage and they shouldn't have been drinking? Yes, but also she's a businesswoman and she was just doing some on the ground marketing sales work. I don't care, I like her, so I'll defend her. All right, this is a blind all the way from 2012. So this would have been right before they got together. Well, no, there were rumors in May of 2012 that they were dating. And then in October of 2012, they went public. So let's just assume that they were dating in 2012 when this blind item happened. What almost A-list singer who fronts a band and spends some time doing some other things too <laughs> was really enjoying his hotel this weekend. He loved sitting in the lobby collecting phone numbers of models who were staying there while his current model girlfriend was in their room taking a nap. We've got another blind item. This A-plus list singer slash celebrity slash reality star better be careful. An ex has a voicemail recording from the A-lister, which is telling her that if she ever wants to hook up with him, to give him a call at a certain number rather than the one she is used to because his fiance would be ticked off if she knew. He did this two days after getting engaged. And look, that blind item I'm just going to defend because it isn't his genetic makeup to do stuff like that. So... People actually don't know this. The cave people back in the day would actually have burner phones. So this goes way back, and archaeologists have dug up some of these old burner phones. So even cave people were having burner phones and being like, look, you can still call me on this, so then that way you can come over to my cave and give me head. So I think that blind item is okay because, as Adam himself has said, it's in his genetic makeup. So what's the big deal? All right, this blind item, I think we should all try to guess who it is, other than Adam, because I don't know. It says, this A-list singer slash part-time reality star skipped a very important appointment with his wife because of the chance to hook up with someone he grew up watching on television. Why did I think Pamela Anderson immediately? Someone he grew up watching on television. If anyone has any idea, send me, shoot me a little message. All right, another blind item about the two of them. This A-list model is talking divorce after she found out about her A-list singer, part-time reality star. Husband was cheating on her for the umpteenth time. She is ticked off. She must have known this was going to happen. Got another one. This married A-list singer slash part-time reality star loves being on the road. He can be in and out of town in a day and have sex with someone and never have to see them again. Apparently, he thinks it is much harder to cheat on his wife at home rather than the road, and he's much more likely to be busted at home by paparazzi or someone looking to make a buck. All right, we've got two more about the two of them, and then we will be going into Adam-only blinds. 
Here's one. I have to check to see if they have been married a year, but my suggestion is that this A minus list model should not leave her A plus list celebrity husband back at home alone in LA when she goes out of town because he was all over a woman who looked exactly like his ex. He took her to a friend's place for a few hours and then went back to the home he shares with his wife. And I know that some people were talking online and they were like, you know, maybe they have an open relationship. I think everyone in Hollywood has an open relationship, things like that. I will say, I mean, these blind items paint a pretty sad, tragic story of Beati being like, I can't leave him alone. Uh, he needs to make sure he's not cheating on me. I want us to go to therapy. I'm finding out about mistresses. So yeah, once again, all of this is alleged, but it kind of seems like she's known about stuff going on for a couple years. All right, and the last blind, that includes the two of them. This is from Blind Gossip. And allegedly, it is about Adam Levine, of course, Beati, and Katy Perry is in it. We've already told you what a mess this musical girl has become. I just wanted to add another messy incident to the pile. She was at a private party in the LA area a week or so ago. She was drinking heavily. Although there were several celebrities there, she spent much of her time hanging on this one cute musician. And we mean literally hanging on him, as if she was too drunk to stand on her own. She kept babbling about how they should get matching music-themed tattoos, walking around the party telling everyone else that it was definitely happening, and asking for referrals for a tattoo artist so they could get it done right away. Wonder how his model fiancé would feel about that. And something that we're noticing with all of these women coming forward is that a lot of them look very similar and they are all, for the most part, three out of the four, very, very tatted up. And in their DMs too, they're talking about tattoos. And even one of the girls is like, yeah, we would just like mostly talk about tattoos and things like that. So that kind of makes me a little bit inclined to believe that blind item because I just feel like there's something about Adam Levine and cheating and tattoos where it's like the unholy trinity of all of them coming together. All right, so now we're going to get into the Adam only blinds. <laughs> this first one, I don't think it's true, but you know, there's always a little gay rumor in anyone's blind items. This lead singer of a popular group has never set very high standards when it comes to the women he dates. The easier, the better. This has given him the protection he needs as he totally gives up the ladies and concentrates on men. In the past several weeks, he has been spotted in several nightclubs in LA picking up guys for the night. He has to take them to hotels or back to their place because his current boyfriend would be none too happy to know that he has been getting a little something on the side. And people think that Adam Levine had John Mayer as his rumored boyfriend. I really don't believe that one. I think it would be cute. I think it would be fun. I mean, he does like tattoos and John Mayer is covered in them, but I just, I don't think that's true. Also, the blind item says that uh, Adam Levine has never set very high standards when it comes to the women he dates. And I feel like he's mostly always dated models. Maybe it's because I'm a normal person, but I'm like, I, f I feel like that's a pretty high standard when you're dating half of the members of Victoria's Secret, but what do I know? All right, a 2016 blind says, impending fatherhood has not slowed down the cheating of this married A-list singer in a group slash part-time reality star. 
All right, here's another blind item about Adam Levine, allegedly, in the bedroom. This foreign-born model has a name that sounds like she is a queen. She says when she dated this A-list singer in a group slash part-time reality star that he was the most selfish person in bed she has ever met. He did what he wanted, and when he was finished, that was it. He also made it clear when she complained that she could leave any time and he could find someone else in five seconds to take her place. Ooh, what a bag of shit. Another one. This A-list singer in a group also does a lot of television. He is cheating on his wife with a real estate agent. So as of now, we have a real estate agent. There was also a ex-yoga instructor that I believe came forward, like who was his yoga instructor, and then three tattooed Instagram models and this other model and models in the lobby. So I think our number, we're probably at around like eight so far. All right, one uh, just about his personality. This A-list singer slash network reality judge has no friends when it comes to crews who support his tours and concerts. He treats all of them like crap and thinks that he is better than them. And I did always find that interesting. I feel like for most bands, you know who the singer is and you don't know much about the other people in the band other than Bono and The Edge. <laughs> Gotta love The Edge. But I always felt like that was very apparent with Maroon 5. And maybe it is for other bands too. Like with Coldplay, I really only know of Chris Martin. But I would be curious for anyone who kind of knows about the ins and outs of Maroon 5. Like, is Adam, you know, the big ham? Is there someone else who also likes a little bit of the spotlight? Has it ever felt like there's tension within that group? All right, another cheating one. This married A-list singer who moonlights on reality television was groping and making out with a woman in the lobby of a hotel and in the elevator and stumbled down the hallway to his room together while on a recent out-of-the-country tour stop. The woman was definitely not his wife, and that was allegedly when he was on tour in Canada. Now, this is an interesting blind item that is squashing a beef, which normally I feel like, you know... <laughs> They love a the little bit of the beef, but this says between Adam Levine and Pharrell Williams, there are reports that these two male celebrities are feuding. Producers hope that the rumor will drum up more viewers to tune into this weekly show for the chance to see some sort of crazy, dramatic showdown between the two men. The truth is, they get along just fine. They are competitive, but they like and respect each other a lot. The feud is fake. All right, this was another interesting blind item about The Voice. Allegedly, it's about Adam Levine and Christina Aguilera. Ever wonder why these two reality judges hate each other? It is because the female judge threw herself at the male reality judge, and being who he is, he had sex with her. He never mentioned it again. She wanted more. He said she was good for 15 or 20 minutes, but could never spend longer than that with her. Adam Levine and Christina Aguilera hooking up. Like, at first, I don't want to believe it, but I could kind of see myself believing it. Let me know what you think. All right, this is a blind item, the last one we're going to do here, and it's from 2013. It obviously hasn't come true yet, but I hope it is true. It says, this A-list singer slash celebrity, whatever, is in for a nasty shock when he finds out his girlfriend, who is stunning, has been meeting with a writer once a week who is writing a definitive tell-all about the singer, who has shared a bunch of things with his girlfriend, who copies them down and is delivering them to the writer every week. Now here's the thing. In 2013, he was, this is when he split with Beati, and he was dating Nina. 
then they got back together. So who knows? Obviously, like a tell-all hasn't come out. I will say, if there's some author out there who's sitting on those pages, now would be a good time to put them out into the universe. That book would sell. All right, and now I just want to speak a little bit about Biotti because I feel like she's been referred to as like the wife and people are um, like, oh, I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for her. And I mean, of course we feel bad for her, but she's also, I've just always thought of her as like such a cool fucking person. So let's get a little bit into it. So she was born in Anibia and her parents, she said in an interview that they've been there generationally. So a lot of members of her family have been there. Uh, her father was contracted to work in South Africa before she was born. And then when she was three years old, they moved back to Namibia. She's an only child. Her father is a church minister and her mom runs a bed and breakfast. How cute is that? So she grew up speaking Afrikaans as her native language and then later was educated in English. And it's one of those classic stories getting scouted when modeling. So she was vacationing in Cape Town with her grandparents. They went to a grocery store after church and a guy came up to her and asked if she was a model and then gave her his phone number. And I was watching one of those Victoria's Secret before they were model videos, which is so funny because it's, you know, an absolute 11 out of 10 always in the video telling you that they were so gangly growing up, you know, just so gangly and awkward looking. And then they show you a picture and like, you know, yeah, they don't have the bombshell hair, but they're still pretty freaking good looking. Anyway, so she said in that video that they were like freaked out, you know, this guy's creepy, but they ended up calling him. He ended up being legit. And then that's when she started traveling all over the world modeling. Now she pretty quickly when she was with Victoria's Secret, she got into the pink, the pink brand that <laughs> we did this in the Victoria's Secret episode, but that fun little brand where it was marketed towards like young kids. And I think that makes sense because she was always walking in the runway. She just does have a very youthful, young, kind of like kid-like energy to her. And I mean that in the best way and not the creepiest. So I, I hope it doesn't come off like that. And she is also one of the many Victoria's Secret models that recently modeled in the Rihanna Savage and Fenty fashion show, which I just think is so iconic how the Victoria's Secret models. Doesn't it feel like um, a crossover episode when you see like Candace Swanepoel and Skims or something like that? I'm like, what? I just always thought you were going to have angel wings on. She's also been very philanthropic. She cares a lot about protecting the black rhinos and she was speaking on the Ellen show about this, the way that people are after their horn. The horn is a type of keratin and some people think that it has, you know, magical healing properties. So fucked up, isn't it? You know what I mean? Oh God, I think it's crazy when people kill animals and especially to kill an animal and be like, mm, just gonna take the horn. Oh, it's fucked. So something else that I also find interesting about her is that other than Adam Levine or her marriage with him, she doesn't appear in the blind items at all. And I remember when we did the Victoria's Secret episode, there were a lot of models that appeared in yachting blind items, cocaine blind items, things like that. And you just don't see any of that with Biotti. So Adam Levine, on the other hand, you know, other than this recent scandal, he has had other scandals that have happened. So we'll cover just, you know, a little few of them. In 2020, I think it was February 2020, he apologized to the country of Chile because he just gave this lackluster kind of shitty performance at a huge festival. To be totally frank, uh, there were some things holding me back sonically last night and I let them get to me. 
and it, it impacted how I was behaving on stage. And his mic was caught, or he was caught on video afterwards complaining and saying like that was a TV show, that was not a concert. That was a TV show, it was now long. And it's funny because in 2013 on The Voice, there was a moment where two of his contestants left and his mic was caught saying, he said, I hate this country or something like that or something. He was saying something shitty on the mic. And I just think that's interesting that like he always gets caught bitching. So then he made this apology um, saying that he was held back sonically and his sound just wasn't right and he got in his head. He said that the crappy performance wasn't a dig at the group's Chilean fans. And then he said that he loves performing in South America. But people were pretty pissed. Now, something that I hadn't really seen until I started looking around, but in 2016, Adam Levine was accused of abusing his wife and infant daughter. Now, these were all allegations and nothing ever happened about them. And this, you know, it came from TMZ, but let's get into it. So apparently, according to TMZ, an anonymous caller phoned the LA police department and claimed that Adam Levine had struck his wife so hard it knocked her to the ground and that he had hit his infant daughter in the face. So investigators reportedly spoke to Biotti and examined her and her daughter. They found no injuries. They said that the claims were unfounded and they closed um, the investigation. And apparently sources close to the singer told TMZ, which I would just assume were his PR people, that while Adam Levine was pleased that the police department did their job so quickly and professionally, he feels it's unfair being in the public eye means that you sometimes fall victim to false, atrocious allegations. And it seems like, you know, that's all it was, allegations. I'm just bringing up stuff that has happened in the past. There are some, you know, non-scandalous things that he's done. Remember when everybody was trying to take a piece of the Olivia Rodrigo pie and being like, uh, her song kind of sounds a little bit like mine. I should get a songwriting credit. Well, he did defend her on an Instagram story video where he said, quote, there's all this drama over Olivia Rodrigo and the Elvis Costello song and Paramore chimed in about a song that sounds like theirs. Quote, look, these are tricky things and anyone who's ever written a song knows that you rip something off inadvertently and it makes it to tape and then it's released and then there's a lawsuit. It's a natural thing for it to happen and sometimes it gets ugly and sometimes it's warranted that people take legal action. Sometimes it's not warranted that people take legal action. And I think there's definitely become more of a gray area that's reared its ugly head these days. And he made a comparison to the Blurred Lines lawsuit that Robin Thicke and Pharrell were a part of, as we know from the blind items, he's friends with Pharrell. And he said, quote, that Blurred Lines case was a landmark case that kind of changed the game. Without giving an opinion on what I think as far as how that one turned out, I do think we should probably meet this with a little more compassion and understanding and try to find a way. All of this calling out, it's like music is a creative thing and I just hate to see it crushed. So I think that's sweet, especially when I felt like not enough people were standing up for Olivia Rodrigo at that time. That being said, if she starts getting a bunch of tattoos, I'm going to be like, stay away. All right. Other scandalous things. Adam Levine has dated around in Hollywood and there were rumors in 2004 that he was actually the homewrecker, which... <laughs> I would argue that he's the home wrecker right now. I really do believe that the person who wrecks the home is the person, you know, who's inside of the home, but whatever. So in 2014, when Jessica Simpson was married to Nick Lachey, allegedly, she was seen doing a walk of shame out of Adam Levine's suite at the Chateau Marmotte. 
in Los Angeles. And a few spies uh, reported to Us Weekly that Jessica Simpson had left a party at the hotel to spend time in Adam Levine's room and didn't emerge until the next morning wearing the same outfit and shoes that she had worn the night before. Uh, And, you know, he's basically, Adam Levine's kind of always talked about his playboy past and being, you know, a a biological male who just has to impregnate women. So in 2007, he went on the Howard Stern show and they must be pumping something in the water on that show because every single celebrity like reveals everything about themselves. So on the Howard Stern show, he talked about how he had sex with his then girlfriend, Rebecca Genos, the night that they met. He also threw Lindsay Lohan under the bus when a list of her sexual partners, including Adam Levine, was leaked to In Touch Weekly. And Adam Levine had a carefully worded denial. We saw that this past week with his Instagram story where he said, quote, I did not have sexual intercourse with Lindsay Lohan. I think we're being very truthful about that very specific thing. And then when he was asked who did sleep with Lindsay Lohan, he said, a lot of people probably did. I don't know. I I would say that's not the classiest response to give. That's probably not PR approved, but that is what he said. There was also a little bit of drama between him and Miley Cyrus, which is interesting because she is young and hot and tattooed. So I would have thought that he liked her, but apparently there was some beef. So there was some insider gossip saying, quote, Adam really cannot stand Miley because he thinks that she is the most obnoxious person ever. Adam does not really want to return to The Voice if they bring Miley back. He really is that over it. So apparently when Miley signed onto the show, they said, quote, Adam and Miley were nonstop bickering during their last taping together. He nitpicks almost every single thing she says. Adam seems to find Miley to be extremely loudmouthed and absolutely annoying. Another insider told a different magazine that they're too similar, which is why they're butting heads. Quote, they both have short attention spans. They find each other annoying. Adam would get agitated when Miley would interrupt him and she enjoyed getting under his skin. (laughs) I honestly think they're just like too similar. They're both people who are young, attractive, grew up, musically talented, but also like Maroon 5 wasn't the most rock star band. And God knows Miley has that incredible voice, but she did grow up on Hannah Montana and stuff like that. So I think that's interesting. He also, another tattooed beautiful woman that he beefed with, Lady Gaga. (laughs) So in 2011, he tweeted, Lady Gaga took Vogue and Express Yourself and put them in a blender. The result, born this way. And Gaga didn't acknowledge that. And then two years later, he took more subtweets about her. And he said, quote, Ugh, recycling old art for a younger generation doesn't make you an artist. It makes you an art teacher. And then another tweet that said, quote, I unabashedly love writing and performing pop music for both myself and everyone around me. That's it. It doesn't need any extra sauce. And that was about her applause video. So then Lady Gaga responded with a tweet that said, quote, "Uh uh-oh, guys, the art police is here. (laughs) I think it's pretty funny. It's just like, be self-aware, dude. You're in Maroon 5. Anyway. So then Adam Levine tweeted back, by the way, I'm not an artist. I sing in a band and I make music with my friends, dot, dot, dot. Methinks thou dost protest too much. Yikes. While we're at it, we should call the grammar police. Stupid. It's stupid, but also don't you miss in like 
2011 to 2015 when celebrities would just get into Twitter beefs. And now they don't do that because they probably have PR teams. But I miss it, and I miss every day when Rihanna was on Twitter. Okay, he also... He is a little bit messy. So in 2011, he really should, somebody should have kicked him off of Twitter. He tweeted, I would also like to put an official ban on celebrity fragrances, punishable by death from this point forward. And at the time, Christina Aguilera had seven perfumes of her own, which I will say, Seven perfumes is probably seven too many. I do agree with Adam Levine. The celebrity merch in the form of skincare and fragrances, it's got to stop. But then a year later, he released a fragrance of his own and she, Christina Aguilera, tweeted, ha ha, Adam Levine, what a difference a year makes. Welcome to the celebrity fragrance family. <laughs> and then Adam Levine, I guess it's in his genetic biological makeup to not take the L because then he did an interview with People Magazine talking about the fragrance and he said, I know there's a stigma attached to it. A stigma I fully understand because I too hate the idea of a celebrity fragrance. Absolutely, 100%. I kind of thought to myself, well, I'm interested in fashion and there's a lot of things about it that could be really cool if done properly. So I wanna do a thing that's never done properly. That's my goal, it's going to be cool. And it's just like the pretentious douchebaggery of it. You couldn't be like, I needed some money. <laughs> so we're doing a celebrity fragrance. Instead, you had to double down on it and be like, celebrity fragrances have never been done properly. And my goal is to actually do it and make it cool because I'm actually interested in fashion. Where, where's that Adam Levine fragrance right now? Did you do it properly? Like, I just, this is so stupid. All right, so there's just like a little bit, you know, we, we didn't really dive too much into their lives, but I wanted to get into the story of their blind items and kind of the story of their scandals and how when it comes to Beati, there there really aren't any scandals. She really just seems fantastic. I honestly have a huge crush on her. And Beati, if you are looking for a way to make Adam Levine jealous. You know, I'm not much better than Sumner. I'm not an Instagram model, but I am a crazy girl with a podcast. So I think if we teamed up, we could really make them unhappy together. So please, uh, hopefully nothing too new has happened since Wednesday, but these are all of their blind items, the cheating over the years, Adam Levine allegedly sleeping with Christina Aguilera once and just overall having a little bit of a rotted reputation. So we will see where this will go. I'm curious to see if it's going to do anything for the band or like what's going to be next for them. I really do encourage you to to check out Aphrodite's video. He did say that he in the cards he saw divorce for them down the road. And he also said some interesting predictions and kind of assumptions about their relationship. Also, if you are over on the Patreon this past Friday, we put out an episode all about Larry, the theory that Harry and Louie from One Direction dated for a little bit, or at least we believe it was just a little bit. I know that there's some people out there that say they never did. There's some people out there that are like, they are together and his baby is a paid actor. Oh, Jesus, a lot of crazy stuff. So we get into all of that over there, patreon.com slash fluently forward. And in the meantime, I will see you next week for a very special episode with a very special guest on Fluently Forward. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Bye.